God in his holy dwelling is a father of the fatherless and a champion of widows. God provides homes for those who are deserted. He leads out the prisoners to prosperity. My sweet friends, that is Psalm 68, verse 5 and 6. So hello and welcome back to another installment of Opting Out of the Expected and Into the Unexpected. I started today with that because I I try to kind of consult my Heavenly Father before I do many things. It's a new habit I've tried to create because it helps me to make sure that I don't steer the ship into destruction. Um, And it's great because it, it kind of is the lead to what it is that I should be addressing because he ultimately would know. So welcome back. I am very, very thankful for you um, being here. You are amazing. You are loved. And there is a definite and purposeful reason that you are here right now in this moment listening to this. So just sit in that and appreciate how special you are that the creator of our whole universe would make sure that this would be just for you. So when we think about that scripture, it really touches on my heart because what has been on my heart, and I feel like the thing that is on our heart uh, gives us a, a very strong indicator of the calling that God has for us, uh, the ministry he has for us, and, and even our families. And um, for me, it, it has to do with the widows and um, the the children and those who are alone and those who um, feel like that they they have no recourse. And I, I often uh, ask, uh, what is it that I can do? What is it that my family can do um, that people that we come across feel like they are the special ones that they are, that people who are wherever they are feeling like they are deserted um, do not feel like they are deserted but are given um, a home or a spiritual home, if you will, because sometimes our, our desertion can be spiritual more than it is physical, and that can sometimes be much worse. But in that, which is amazing, um, with the scripture, it's a reminder that God does provide for those, um, his children, and he will use us oftentimes in our callings and the things that, that pull us to, to answer prayers of, of those that are out there calling to him. Um, that he will use his children seeking to, to, to bring love and bring care and care packages to his, um, his children in need. And so um, today when we talk about opting out, um, I just, I'm thinking of, of an example right now um, of uh, a service. I have always been wanting to do more and more with volunteering. I joined my local junior league, and which has been amazing, and it kind of uh, opened it up because because I joined to, to go to galas, <laughs> and then found that it was really amazing uh, to serve the community. And in um, one of the the uh, placements I was in, I was doing scheduling for um, these singers that would go out to nursing homes, especially the Alzheimer's um, communities and sing songs for their residents. And I just, my heart was so full with with that um, calling and that ministry. 
and I was just so glad to serve. And I, I had just had my second. And I remember um, when I could make the rehearsals, uh, one of the um, lovely ladies was telling me how wonderful it, it was for her children to come to that because it allowed them to be comfortable with their wiser community as well as um, be able to um, become used to and enjoy serving at a very young age. And that really stuck with me. Because, um, you know, with having very young littles, there's not a whole lot of serving that they can do. But um, just being in a community of um, our wise um, elderly can be just an amazing spirit lifter. And I found that this last uh, Christmas season, I was helping my mops group. And I thought that it would be a great community um, project to go out around Christmas to Um, bring some cheer and some joy and possibly try to adopt uh, some of that wisdom over the holidays and possibly longer term if that was possible. And uh, my family, what we kind of did, we took it a bit a step further and we tried to, um, well I say try to, we actually connected with one of the residents at a local uh, rehabilitation um, community to go out there and spend time with her on Christmas. And this was someone who didn't have anyone um, she had lost her children and um, her husband, and so we uh, kind of surprised her. I mean, we called ahead of time, but she did not expect us. And uh, me, my husband, our eight-month-old, and our two-year-old, and our three-year-old, before we even opened gifts that day, we ate breakfast. We got out of the house, and we went up there, and we spent time with this beautiful woman for three or four hours, and. I mean, you just would see, I mean, we were there to see one particular person, but just seeing the children walk in there, you see these people light up in such an amazing way with just them being there. And people would come over and ask if we were their grandchildren. And it was just wonderful on a day that this um, beautiful uh, woman told us was a very, usually a very hard day for her. So I, I say that because um, many other people, we all make different choices for what we do, but um, many others on Christmas Day in the morning, their traditions, and ours would be like that as well growing up, where to first thing in the morning we get up and we open gifts as a family and we uh, appreciate family. But we just personally, we felt called to do something um, a, a, a little bit different that year. We, we just felt called to, to really opt out, to opt out um, of the part of Christmas that has become commercialized. And the part that it's so easy um, where we are with our children, as little as they are, to get um, very much used to the gift giving because they are so little. So before they really know what's going on and what to be expected, um, that is what we did. And the most amazing gift in this, and I'm so grateful we did this because it was a reminder of why we are supposed to serve, is but as we were leaving that beautiful woman said that we could call her grandma. So we were walking out of there just floating on air, and I was telling everybody that we just got a grandma. We scored us a grandma. <laughs> and, I mean, how can you beat that, right? And um, and our children just, I was so proud of them. They were reading to her, and they were very comfortable um, being there, and she got to hold the baby. And I just was very thankful that we could witness um, such a wonderful thing and be part of lifting this person's spirits on a day that would normally be difficult for her. So 
um, that was kind of our version of opting out of the Christmas tradition because we both come from families who don't usually do that. And um, when you go back to the, the scripture that I was reading before and um, just thinking about what can we do individually, if this is something, if there's anything that's calling to you um, of, of what you could do or how you can serve or if certain things in our society, community, world just really hurt your heart. Um, there are so many ways that you, your family, can do things that it's going to be outside of the norm and people might think you're crazy, but um, I encourage you to just push forth and just see what it's like because the gift in that place of discomfort is amazing. And when I think about, and another thing that's on our heart is our children, children that don't have homes and families. And uh, we're still trying to figure out exactly what we are supposed to do in there. But I love hearing all of the stories that are out there of people who have been given their direction and that are walking in the uncomfortable in order to make others comfortable. So it seems as though uh, this is a short one right now. I mean, I, I am um, so glad that you're here and I am so thankful that um, I get to share this with you. And, and I, I really would love to hear about ways that, that you would love to opt out. Um, opt out of the, I mean, here we are now the Christmas season. It's funny. I'm talking about Christmas and uh, didn't even really realize to just now, oh, wait, this is very appropriate. We're in the Christmas season right now. <laughs> so um, are there ways that your family uh, serves uh, during the Christmas season, whether on Christmas Day or just during the season or even after the season? Um, is this something that you've ever wanted to do? Um, I'd love to hear about it. If you want to find me on Facebook, it's under House of Zeddy and leave us a message or on uh, Instagram under House of Zeddy. Um, we'd love to, to hear more about um, ways that, that you like to opt out um, during the holiday season or ways that um, you already are, ways that you would like to. And, and let's just encourage one another because um, I, I always visualize walking in a windstorm. I mean, I'm not even sure if windstorms, you know, um, are, are really around here is, is what I'm envisioning. I know there, there are certain places, but where you are walking and there's literally such force of wind coming at you that you are having to really use a lot of force and strength. And sometimes when we do the uncomfortable, when we go, get outside of our comfort zones, that is what it can feel like. It can feel like you are walking against a whole ton of pressure. So, just know that in that moment, that's when it's time to lock arms with other people who are just as uncomfortable as you and to find that support and anchor and grounding in why you're doing it and who you're doing it for. Because we all, my dear sweet friends, were built to serve. It really is in our DNA because anytime we do it, it feels amazing. It's hard to get to that place of actually doing it. But once we actually do it, there is such a blessing in that, which is why it's hard to get there. It takes hard work, and then you can enjoy it all the more in getting over that hump. And you know what, what it, uh, the word says is, um, our Father will never put more on us than we can handle. And um, when you are facing a struggle or something very difficult, um, if you just be patient, there is always a way out if you just wait. And there is comfort 
and like I said, locking arms with fellow brothers and sisters that are also just walking that that same path with you um, in in what your calling is. And back to opting out, opt out, <laughs> back to, to ways that we can opt out um, and to kind of surmise it, um, some of the ways that we, we have over the holiday season, again, um, is by giving on a day where normally we are receiving. Um, and actually, and I did not mention this, um, we are on a very unexpected and unplanned road trip. Um, we we're just starting out. It's actually quite neat that I am starting this podcast while on this trip. It will be very neat to see, um, the progression of it, but it's neat to kind of bring you guys sort of along on it. Um, as we get to kind of find ways to opt out while we're on vacation during the holidays. <laughs> and the first of that is, you know, not really, we're here and we actually don't even know anyone where we're at. Um, but we're, you know, finding ways to, to connect and, um, part of, our uh, mission statement, and I, I actually don't have it memorized, but we really did write a literal mission statement, just like we're running ourselves as a business. It was a wonderful idea uh, given to me by an awesome person, but um, but it was a neat thought. I have helped a lot of nonprofits with different uh, marketing events, and and you know the mission statement and the vision statement really help to um, give vision, I mean, literally vision, um, and understanding to what are we doing and why are we doing it? Because when things get difficult, when you lean back on that or look back on that mission statement, it is a great reminder to what is it all for? And believe me, believe me, we all, whether personally or as a family unit, have a mission. So I actually encourage you, sweet friends, to Take a step back, and if you if you if it's if it's tugging at you, because you know if it's not tugging at you, then that's okay. But if if you like what I what I'm saying, and kind of what I visualize is kind of a ding, a ding, ding in your spirit that happens, that like oh wow, then maybe take time to to think about that and see if there's a mission statement there for you to kind of find, and and you can be like us and go to one of those places where you can um, paint it on some stained wood and put it up in your home, which we haven't actually hung ours up yet. We haven't done a lot of things, but hey, that's okay. <laughs> um, it's there and the statement is made. But um, part of it though, is just being light to the people that we meet, bringing light and bringing love. I mean, I love to do that. We were just somewhere today and, and I was talking to a random person and I love that our children are used to it where they're like, oh, mommy's making new friends. And, and now they do the same. They will compliment people. And again, they're only four, three and one. But they will stop and compliment people on things and, and just be encouraging and loving and friendly. And, and what I'm finding out is people aren't used to that. And it's so neat to watch um, a guarded exterior slowly come down <laughs> when um, our children or us just start talking to someone who's not really expecting or used to, to being approached and just friendly um, spoken, being friendly spoken to um, for a while. <laughs> so... Um, it's, it's very neat, and, and I believe that kind of really comes with just leaning back on, on that uh, mission uh, statement that we really just want to encourage and love. And it's interesting because that mission statement is very uh, similar to what we have as our, our business mission statement, which is amazing because um, it's the people who run the business, and we should take care of the people first. So um, a little bit of a coaching thing kind of sprinkled in there, uh, but um, 
during these holidays as we go through. And also, um, for those of you who are listening, because some of you might hear this after the holidays are over and, you know, still will uh, work for any circumstance. Cause I feel like if you're listening to it, whenever it is the perfect timing, but for those of you who are listening during the holiday season, whether it's current in 2018 or a, any other year after, um, I know that it's so easy to get caught up in scheduling Christmas cards, Christmas trees, Christmas gifts, visiting family, cooking, shopping, it's so easy to get caught up in that when this is a holiday a lot of us look forward to and then it happens and then we all feel so behind and how much of it do we really get to enjoy? So another way of opting out, opt out. Let's opt out of the Christmas stress and let's opt in to enjoying the season and enjoying serving, enjoying bringing people together if that is what your calling is or enjoying just reconnecting with your family or your loved ones or whatever it is. Um, let's make that um, the most important and let's let the other things just kind of handle themselves um, because I will tell you from experience, so this time last year, and I'm going to be real, <laughs> we were, my husband and I, my awesome husband who was wonderful and such a blessing, he and I were sleeping on our couches this time last year with a house that was a mess. Um, and we were both kind of uh, involved in some ministries at our churches and, and really thankful in, in that. But as far as our, our home environment, we just could not find the time to clean anything, organize anything, or do anything. I mean, really, we were barely taking showers. So um, <laughs> that being said, we were on couches. Honestly, I didn't think Christmas was going to, Christmas gifts were really going to happen. I really did not. I mean, our children had stopped going to sleep as expected. There really was no more schedule to speak of. And we were just trying to get through each day with joy on our faces and in our hearts. And so um, I can recall um, essentially just letting all of that go <laughs> because there was not much we could do. And Christmas Eve, I mean, we, I mean, literally this, and it was not our doing. It was totally God in this because I mean, I literally, I had not, I had not expected to do anything. Christmas Eve, our children went to bed on time with no trouble. And I just look up and then suddenly I'm in front of a baby store and I'm wondering how I got there. And my husband sends me this text message saying that our children were asleep. I mean, it was, it was like everything just kind of poofed and happened and we, everything worked out. And I don't even think we went to bed that late that night. Cause usually when wrapping gifts, we're in bed like at five or six in the morning, but I believe we got to bed early. So when we weren't worrying and actually did not expect Christmas gifting to happen, it happened. It just poof, it happened without very much on our part, except for just walking. <laughs> so I hope that that encourages you and gives you kind of a laugh um, this season. And just know that you are loved, you are appreciated. I am so glad that you're listening. And just know that if you're listening, you are meant to be listening. And there's something very special for you here. Um, whether I know you or I don't know you, we do know each other. Because God knows all of us and made all of us. So um, I encourage you to just walk in joy and find the things that bring you joy and just surround yourself with them and spread it to others. Thank you so much and have a wonderfully blessed day.